Hi everyone and welcome back to the Bible Made Easy podcast. I'm your host brother George and today's subject is who is Jesus? In our last episode I explained that God generally stays behind the scenes revealing himself to humankind indirectly. But Jesus is different. He is the central character of the Bible. Again, I feel totally inadequate to explain the magnificence and beauty of our subject today, Jesus Christ. But I'm going to give it my best shot. Did you know that he has easily been the subject of more books, songs, poems and artwork than any other figure in history? Academic studies consistently rate him as the most popular and influential figure ever. And the Bible, which tells his story, consistently outsells every other book year by year and is far and away the best-selling and most widely read book in history. As I explained in the previous episode, Matthew 1.23 tells us that the arrival of Jesus on earth was the equivalent of God himself visiting humankind. The name given to Jesus in this verse is Emmanuel, which means... God with us. The first chapter of the Gospel of John, verses 1 to 3, referring to Jesus, tells us, In the beginning was the Word, that's Jesus, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. Jesus was there at the very beginning with his Father God, with whom he partnered in the creation of the universe. The original Greek word that was translated as word in this passage is logos, which means word, thought, principle, speech, or expression. This is where we get the modern English word logo, something which most companies and organizations have that represents them and makes them easily identifiable. They're like the face of the organization. That's who Jesus is. He is God's logo, the very expression of God. The life of Jesus is God expressing and showing himself to us in human form. Throughout the Old Testament, there are over 300 prophecies which foretold his coming. All were written hundreds and even thousands of years before he was born. Many of them gave very specific details regarding the location and manner of his birth, his life, ministry, betrayal, death and resurrection that could only have been fulfilled in the life of Jesus Christ and no other person. The circumstances of his birth were very humble. In spite of being the creator of and supreme ruler of the universe, he chose to come to earth as a helpless newborn, a baby born in a dirty barn among the farm animals and laid to rest in the animal feed bin. His earthly parents were Joseph and Mary, a poor young couple of low social standing who soon after his birth had to flee from Israel to Egypt to escape the fury of the jealous Roman king Herod who wanted to kill their child. Having taken on human form, he experienced human life just as we do. He was subject to the same difficulties of life as us. He worked as a carpenter. He dealt with tiredness, hunger, family troubles, criticism, you name it. So he understands us. In fact, he was so normally human that when he began his public ministry, 
His family and the people in his hometown were shocked by his words and actions. His public ministry began when he was 30 years old. He began to heal the sick, raise the dead, feed the hungry, socialize with and offer love, forgiveness and salvation to the outcasts of society, the thieves, the criminals, the adulterers, the racially hated, the moral failures and the prostitutes. He also publicly lambasted the dictatorial religious leaders and exposed their oppression and hypocrisy. He completely overturned the accepted social, religious, cultural and moral viewpoints of the day and preached a message of love, peace, forgiveness and generosity. His acts were so miraculous, his presence so powerful and his teaching so inspired that he provoked extreme reactions both good and bad. Upon first meeting him, some immediately left their families, communities and jobs to follow him full time. Others' lives were instantly transformed for the good. Crowds gathered around him and people followed him wherever he went. The common people loved and admired him and openly praised him and affirmed their belief in him saying things such as, and I quote from the Bible, No man ever spoke like this man. Where did this man get these things? What is the wisdom given to him? How are such mighty works done by his hands? He has done all things well. What sort of man is this that even the winds and the sea obey him? You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Lord, you have the words of eternal life, and we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. And of course he became so popular that the Jewish religious leaders became jealous of his drawing away the allegiance of the people to himself and so plotted to kill him, which they eventually did. They had him arrested on false charges of treason against the Roman Emperor Caesar. Incredibly, he didn't fight back against those who arrested him or those who brutally whipped assaulted, mocked and spat on him, or those who nailed him to the cross. He even told one of his followers to put away his sword when he attempted to violently defend his master. He remained silent when falsely accused, and when crucified, prayed for his executioners, saying, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. But rather than put an end to his ministry and influence, his enemy's plans completely backfired when after three days he rose from the dead. He was seen by and preached to his own disciples and over 500 more people over a period of 40 days before he ascended to heaven to be with his father. His mission on earth finally accomplished. And he remains there with his father preparing our eternal heavenly home while his followers convinced more than ever of his authenticity as the Son of God, have gone to the four corners of the globe giving their lives to follow in his footsteps, to minister to the poor and the outcasts, and to spread his message of love while they await his promised return to earth. His words and actions were recorded by his followers and have been preserved, read and followed by billions of people in the 2000 years since. And we can read them today magnificent and inspiring teachings that have reverberated throughout history, such as Blessed are those who mourn, 
for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. Love your neighbor as yourself. Judge not that you be not judged. So whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. Love your enemies. If you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. It is more blessed to give than to receive. Let the children come to me, and do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of God. And much more. There is such a mountain of historical records and evidence from both religious and secular sources that modern-day historians almost universally agree that Jesus was a man who lived 2,000 years ago in Palestine, that he claimed to be the Son of God, and that his followers claimed that he rose from the dead. The positive effects of his life and teachings on the world are widely recognized. Historians credit Jesus and his teachings with being the foundation upon which Western civilization was built, and to be the inspiration behind ideas such as human rights, democracy, equality and freedom, and with being the spark that inspired modern scientific inquiry, modern nursing, volunteerism, charity work, the ending of slavery and many more noble endeavors. Yale University historian Yaroslav Pelikan summed it up in his book Jesus Through the Centuries, where he wrote, Regardless of what anyone may think personally of him or believe about him, Jesus of Nazareth has been the dominant figure in the history of Western culture for almost 20 centuries. There's no doubt about that. And here are some of the things that he said about himself. I and the Father are one. I am the way, the truth and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. I am the bread of life. He that comes to me shall never hunger, and he that believes in me shall never thirst. I am the good shepherd. I lay down my life for the sheep. I am the resurrection and the life. Whosoever believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. I am the light of the world. Whoever lives in me shall not walk in darkness. All that the Father gives me will come to me, and he that comes to me I will never cast out. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I will never leave you or forsake you. Behold, I stand at the door. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him. My friends, I put this to you that Jesus was not just a good guy, or a prophet, or a religious leader pointing the way to God. He is the only religious teacher that claimed to be God, and who proved it by leading a perfect life, sacrificing his life, 
and rising from the dead so that we can be forgiven for our sins and obtain eternal life. And he did all that out of love for us. That's all for today. You can find all the Bible references for the verses I quoted today in the show notes. And remember, if you like Bible Made Easy and want to be a regular listener, please subscribe by hitting the subscribe button on whatever app or platform you're listening with. Thanks. I'm looking forward to you all joining me again next time.